This is the University Seventh-day Adventist Church in the sunny Orlando, Florida. We are glad that you are listening to our weekly podcast. Our prayer is that you will be blessed and challenged by our message today, and may God lead you in the next step of your growth in Him. Here is our future sermon. How's everybody this morning? Blessed and not stressed. Amen? Amen. Okay, that's a, how's that? How's that? That's all right? Okay, okay. First, I would like to thank Chaplain Elder Wanda Davis for inviting me this morning. You know, as soon as I came into the house of the Lord, your house, I felt a sweet spirit, a a family vibe. I mean, it was just very warm. Amen? So aren't you glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Praise the Lord. You guys are doing something wonderful here because, I, I, you know, I feel right at home. You make a mistake, and it's like, it's a happy mistake. You know, you say, uh, sit down, stand up. It's, it's, you know, it reminds me of, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to date myself now and then. It's okay, but, you know, we're all family here. Whoever watched The Joy of Painting on PBS? Yeah, 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 Bob Ross, that's right. He always say, there's never a mistake. There's only happy mistakes. Well, hey, that's, that's how I feel here. So anyway, with God as our pilot, Christ as our co-pilot, and the Holy Spirit as the wings beneath our wings, I can assure you that when we get this sermon off the ground and get to a cruising attitude, altitude, it may be a little bumpy. You may feel a little turbulence. But I can assure you that with God in control, we're going to have a safe and smooth landing. Amen? Just like FedEx and UPS, if it absolutely, positively have to get here, this sermon, we're going to deliver it to you. All right? Amen. Let's, let's get to the word. Let's get to the word. This way. You know, I have so technology things here. I, I got the... Um, iPad, and, and then, you, you know, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, I got the, um, the, the, the PowerPoint, and, you know, I, I said, let me just go with the paper, too. You know, it's, it's just too much, and, and I, I feel a little bit more confident with uh, the paper. There, like I said, I'm, I'm going to date myself here and there, here and there. I'm going to date myself, but young people, you can understand, right? You still got to do assignments on paper, right? All right, okay, okay, so it's all good, okay. All right, so... Pray with me. Dear kind Heavenly Father, as we break the bread of life in your word, we pray that you will be with us, sustain us, open our minds and our heart to receive it. For these blessings I do ask in thy son's name and for his sake. Amen. Okay. Technology. That's why I don't, I don't, I don't trust technology. I just don't. I just don't. Is it on behind me or is it on in front of me? Okay. And he does have the PowerPoint. You got it up? All right, all right. Praise the Lord. The devil's going to try to put a block in there for you to receive your blessing, but we're not going to let that happen. Oh, there it is. 
I'm looking for it over there. Okay. Please do that, because I don't want to get in front of myself here. Heaven, a prepared place for prepared people. You first have to ask yourself, do I even believe in heaven? Turn to your neighbor and say, uh, do you believe in heaven? Do you believe in heaven? Well, we should get a, a, a okay, yes, or, or not. I see, I see you nodding over there. Well, if you don't, if somebody says uh, no, um, well, they, they, they could be living in a perpetual, well, surrounded by strife and confusion, and they just may not be happy. But um, we're going to pray for them, and we're going to show them how to prepare and get to heaven. Amen? Now, God kept it simple. And, if, and, 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 if it, and that's how we, he likes to relate to us, because he wants us to receive his word. If someone says, like, uh, I don't believe in heaven, just go to the word and tell them. Like, like my father said, if it were not so, I would have told you. I like that effect. If it were not so, I would have told you. God, this is how God operates. He keeps his promise, he keeps it simple, and he makes it plain. Write the vision, make it plain. Turn with me to John 14, verse 1 through 3, and we're going to read that. What it says here, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. There ye may be also. So you have to believe. Let's, let's, let's understand what the word believe means. Believe comes from the Greek word. It means to believe and entrust. And it's, it's, it's a verb. It's a, it's a verb. It's, it's, it's pronounced pistoios. Pistoios. It's a compound word. It's a verb. It has two meanings. It means to believe and have faith in him. Faith in the Father and faith that there is a heaven. That's why he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. There is power in his word. There is authority in his word. You know, God never um, says things in, in, in such a way that you, don't, you do not understand. Uh, you know, man, they, they like to make things complicated. Man, you know, he, he, you know man likes to give you a, uh, a, a quantum physics equation on where God is or, or where heaven is. But um, God makes it simple. You know, he said, heaven is a place that I prepare because he's talking to us as believers. He's not talking to, to, to those out there because even, even if he told us where heaven was, if he told us how heaven, all about heaven, we couldn't comprehend it. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't understand it. 
in Ecclesiastes 8, 17, in the, in the New International Version, it says, Then I saw all that God has done. No one can comprehend what God does under the sun. Despite all their efforts to search it out, no one can discover its meaning. Even if the wise claim they do, they cannot really comprehend it. Now tell me this, how many healthcare workers we have in here? Okay, now, if you know the anatomy and physiology, you know that the bloods, you have the red blood cells, you have the interstitial fluid and all that, and then you have the molecules. I ask the question, what's holding it together? What's holding it all together? Why, what's holding us together? I mean, you know, we can explain it, but can we really comprehend it? No, we can't. Because only God knows about these things and he will reveal these things in his time. So there is an actual place that's prepared for us and at this time we know that that place is heaven. What holiday is fast approaching? Thanksgiving? Okay. Now, I, I like a little bit more interaction here. Well, um, how, you know, uh, um, so, so I'll ask that again. What holiday is coming? Okay, I'll ask you this question. Are you ready? Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Have you prepared your menu? Someone says yes. Have you uh, got your list together? Do you know who's sitting by Aunt Jean and... Uncle Fitzroy, um, have uh, you started on that black cake? Um, is it soaking? I don't know. I don't tell me what it's soaking in. That's that's your business. But um, I, I'm just asking. So uh, I mean, no, no one is just you, you know you you prepare for these things. No one just wakes up Thanksgiving morning and say, Hey, I got 20 guests coming over. Let me go to the kitchen and get my cooker on so I can see what's, what's happening. No, 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 no. There's a system, there is a way, and you prepare for it. And that's what, that's what God is ta telling us. You, he has prepared a place for us. Jesus said, I am going to prepare a place for you for <clears throat> if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. So the ye, who's the ye? The ye is me. Is that, I know that's not proper English, but. <laughs> the ye is me, the ye is you. The ye is me, ye is you. So ask yourself another question. If heaven is a prepared place for prepared people, who are these people? Who are these people? I, you know, so... Who are these prepared people? As a matter of fact, ask yourself, ask, ask yourself, who's prepared? Who's prepared? Let's go back to the word. Let's go back to the word. Okay. Let's see if we can find an example of a prepared person. Turn with me to Mark 10. And let's, and let's go ahead and read. We're looking for examples of, of a prepared person persons and people. 
Mark 10, 17, 17 through 20. And when he saw, and, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these things I have observed from my youth. All these things I have observed from my youth. So I ask you, was he prepared? The rich young ruler. Was he prepared? No. Well, he, you know, he kept the Ten Commandments. He, he was a good Sabbath keeper. He ate his veggie links. He uh, paid his tithes. You know, he, you know he, he, he seemed like he fit the description of a prepared person. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's look a little further. Let's look a little further. Turn with me um, to Mark 10, and let's, let's read some more. Verses uh, 21. Yeah, we're going to go to 21 through 27. Because we're talking about prepared people. And, and I know you're here because you want to be prepared, right? Amen, amen. So let's, let's read it in its entirety. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. He loved him. He saw the passion and desire and pride that this rich young ruler had. So he saw that and he loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, ah, he lacketh, go thy way, sell whatever thou hast and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross and follow me. Wow. Think he was happy? Let's keep reading. And he was sad. He was sad at that saying and went away grieved, for he had great possessions. And Jesus looked round about and said unto his disciples, <laughs> How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? And the disciples were astonished. They were like shocked at his words. But Jesus answered again and said unto them, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to, to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were astonished again. Out of the measure, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? And Jesus looked, looking upon them, said, With men it is impossible, but not with God, for all things are possible. So, I can just imagine the disciples. They're saying like, Oh my goodness. Here he is. He's prepared. He's, he kept all, you know, and, and, and you got to remember the time in which they, you know, what was going on at that time. 
they were all about works. Everything was about the works. So you do this, you get a reward. You put this amount in, you get this amount out, right? I mean, we're, we're kind of wired that way still. So they were thinking this rich, young ruler, he was blessed. He kept the commandments. So why would Jesus say that? I mean, they said, oh, my goodness. I can imagine Jesus, you know, he, he got his, his, his fellows, his disciples behind him. And, you know, and um, he said, oh, you know, uh, this guy just don't get it. He turns around and they're like, instead of with him, they're like way back. Saying like, well, Lord, if, if, if he can't make it, then we can't make it. Who can make it? Well, but what Jesus was trying to tell them and what made him sad is that it wasn't about the works. It was about the relationship. It was about the condition and transformation of the heart. So he thought his disciples, boys, got it. But at that time, they didn't get it. They, were, they didn't get it. And they, they were even scared. So that's why when it says astonished, they were like shocked. They was like, well, if, if he can't make it, then there's definitely no hope for us. And the thing is, the problem with the rich young ruler was not that he had the riches, but rather the riches had him. The riches had him. So you have to ask yourself, Lord, Daniel, does the car have me? Um, pews? Does the job have you? Uh, lights? Does, does, the, 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 does the, uh, the TV, the 50, 70, 80-inch TV has me? Or, 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 or is that coming in between my relationship with, with Christ? That's what it's about. If, if God is a jealous God, if there's anything that's coming in between his blessings that he has for you and anything, anything that you're putting before him to make your God, that's where the problem is. That's where the problem lies. It's not with the wealth, but it's with what has you. What has your attention? What's coming in between your relationship with him? That's what, that's what was going on. As a matter of fact, are we doing our part? Are we feeding our sheep? Are we feeding the homeless? You know, are, are, are we visiting the sick and shut in? When was the last time you called up that Aunt Mabel or Gladys and said, hello, I've been thinking about you? When was the last time you talked to that cousin or or, or, or that person at work that uh, ticked you off in the wrong way and you said, I'm not going to never talk to them again. You know, we're talking about a prepared people going to a prepared place and in, in, in building that relationship. So we, we have to examine our actions, examine ourselves. So heaven, a prepared place for a prepared people. You know, it's okay who, when you go to church and you say happy Sabbath and, um, you know, all the, all the blessings, speak about all the blessings, but it's how you're living your personal daily life. 
Are you taking that happy Sabbath with you through the week? Or is it just, does it stop when you leave the church? You know? So, if you're feeding, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love God, feed my sheep. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you're redeemed, you'll love the Lord. So don't be ashamed to proclaim God's goodness. So we have established that heaven is already a prepared place for prepared people. What happens next? How do we get there? Well, what happens, tell me this, what happens when you prepare a dinner and you're expecting uh, or, or, or you want people to come to that dinner? What do you do? That's right, you send out the invitation. Well, that's what God is doing to, to us. Let's, let, let, let's read this. I know it's a little blurry, but I'll read it to you. The invitation. You are invited to come dine with me from now through, now through all eternity. Believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost and dine with Jesus as your host. To live in heaven eternally, all you must do is RSVP. Amen? So, what does that mean, RSVP? You know, I was struggling with my wife for the longest time to, pr pr to say that. It comes from the French word. Um, it's your cue. How do you say that? Say that. Oh, yeah. I owe you. Well, say that again. Say, what did she say? Responde, s'il vous plaît. Yes, I like that. And in saying that, it means the invitation goes out. You have to say, are you coming or are you not? How do you, so, how do you RSVP? How do you become, get that, accept that invitation? See, John 3, 3 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. This means to put on a new character, the character of Christ. Second Peter 1 verses 4 through 8 puts it like this, whereby are given unto us exceedingly great and precious promises, you remember what Elder Davis was saying? She read in the scriptures. There are so many blessings that God wants to give us that we're just holding back ourselves. That by these ye might be partakers, partakers of the divine nature. So how do we RSVP? We have to take on this divine nature of Christ, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Okay, so I'll go on and read in Second Peter 1, 4 through 8. And besides this, giving all, giving all diligence into your faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge. This is how we're gaining to get, to get that acceptance. This is how we RSVP. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And here, and here we go. This is what it's all about. And to brotherly kindness charity. For without love is nothing. For if these things be in you and abound, 
they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how you RSVP. That's how you get ready. You put on that character, that divine nature of Christ. Let me package it up to you like this. How many in here like uh, or heard of the, um, the Food Channel? Who watch? You know, I, it's, it's Thanksgiving time. It comes around. I watch it all. Oh, I'm just like there. Uh, um, how many of you are? One of my favorite programs is the Iron Chef. Iron Chef America. You know, I, I, I'm a Bobby Flame guy. Oh, it's like uh, he's, he's just so. <laughs> so um, it's making me hungry just thinking about it. Now, imagine you, you, if those who are not familiar with the show, you have two teams. You have one team against the other. They're two top chef teams. And they have to prepare, the, you know, they, they have this mystery dish. And, and they get together and then they have to prepare, they prepare, prepare whatever it is, all, as many plates as they can out of this mystery dish. And once they do that, they place it in a certain time. They, then they place it up before the judge. And you, you always have these three judges. And, um, you know, they're like some celebrities or something like that. And then they, they get to taste it on the way it appears, the texture, and the best part, the taste. They get to taste it. So in my mind, in my mind's eye, I can see God judging us, judging our character. You know, um, on one side, you got Jesus and the holy angels. They're, they're, they're their um, top chefs. And on the other side, you got Satan and his crew. And the, the judges, the critics, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. So, 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 so here they are. They're, 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 they're struggling with your character. You know, there, there's certain things that, that go into your character that, that, that they want to play it up. So what, what, what are these things? What are these things? <clears throat> Using the fruits of the Spirit. Yes, the fruits of the Spirit. That's the characters that you want to be plated up. But along the way, Satan is trying to add to his mix. And what's in his mix? The works of the flesh, which are these adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, levaciousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, e e um, wrath, strife, seductions, sedations, heresies, envying, murder, drunkenness, revelry, and such like this will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. In no wise they will have it. So Satan, he tries to ruin the mix. And if you're not careful, he's going to pull you onto his side. If you're not careful, he will add those certain qualities from his mix, his recipe, into your character. I mean, if, if you're waking up mad, if you're, making, if you're waking up complaining, not smiling, to me, you're kind of getting on Satan's team. And uh, you need to be careful because 
you can end up on Satan's team, getting chopped, and getting tossed in hell's kitchen. And uh, you'll definitely be canceled. So here we go, here we go. The ref says, like on the Iron Chef, you know, the, the ref, you got the ref there saying, time's up. Well, the time's up is your life. So you, all these things God wants to put in your character. The angels are trying to get um, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control into your character so it can be plated up before the judges so you can enter into his kingdom. So, so, so here we go. So here, there's one plate that's put before God. Father says, hmm, I like this character. I like the way this character was placed before me. It has a lot of humility. The son says, yes, season to perfection. The Holy Ghost, yeah, it tastes like, hmm, tastes like humble pie. Yeah, hmm, I like that. Come on, my brother, come on into my kingdom. I have prepared a place just for you. But the devil says, no, no, wait a minute. No, that, that, that's not fair. That's not fair. This person had a lot of pride. He started out with pride. So he can't, what do you mean humility, humbleness? He started out with pride? No, 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 he is mine. But my Savior, the judge, says, yeah, that's why we had to age him with time and put my fruit of humility in his spirit. Now, he's all good. He's mm-mm good. So come on in. Come on in, my brother. Receive the keys to the kingdom. Okay, then, then okay. Then, you, you know how it is in um, Iron Chef. It's like the kitchen is going crazy. It's like, oh, oh you got the commentator. Oh, they're mixing this up. We got this, we got this going on. Oh, oh they're, they're using this. I, I can just imagine them. Oh, goodness. Goodness is going in there. Um, Kindness is going in there, but then Satan, you know, he got one of his imps coming over there try, trying to steal uh, a little enviness, a, a, a little um, gossip, a little backbody. Oh, come on. No, no, no. We, we, no, no, that person's not good. But once it's plated up, the judge said, hmm, I like this. I, I, I like this character. I, I like this. It looks good. I like the aroma. It smells good. Hmm, Yeah. I like those fruits of kindness and, and, and faithfulness. Yes, yes, my sister. Come on in, come on in. But the other team said, wait a second, wait a second. This is just not fair. How can that be right? That, that can't happen. This person, you know, I saw your angel. She, the angel snatched her from my hands. This person used to be a prostitute. How can that happen? No. The judge says, you're right, she was. But she called out my name and remembered her teachings from her youth. I looked up my eyes, from which cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. She believed in my son. Come on in, I have prepared a place for you at the table. Well, the devil team said, well, hey, if that's the case, I'll just throw a plate, I'll throw a plate of character in front, in front of the judges. They'll take, they'll take him, they'll, they'll take him. They're taking anything. So the judge looks at it. They all say, hmm, it looks good. Smells good. It's plated very well before me. But then 
Hmm, they taste it and they say, yuck, this has no flavor. We have to spit it out. And then they say, didn't you know that ye are the salt of the world, of the earth? But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. And then they say, you know, we've seen this familiar seasonings before. You know, they, they were, that we've um, seen played it before us, but they have too much pride in the seasoning. Too much jealousy, too much enviness, too much gossiping. These characters are not worthy of the inheritance that we have prepared for our people. We got to chop you. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be chopped and not given a seat at the welcome table. I wouldn't want that. I'm about to speak to someone this morning about five years ago there was someone I, that, that was dear and close to me. They had everything going for them. Perfect job, dream job, dream job, car, family. person was just so smart. They scored a perfect um, score on their SAT exams. Got a letter from the governor just praising them. They could play instruments, sing, everything. But I got a call and said, Daniel, your sister is dead. Can you imagine that? Getting a call. Not that she died, but that she, she's dead. No time to say goodbye. No time to hold her hand and, and, and say, Mimi, what's going on? Imagine. One thing that I can be assured, of, be assured of is that she didn't compromise in her faith. She, got a, she, she was offered a modeling contract to model for one of the top companies, modeling agencies in New York. And she turned it down. She said, no, 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 that's, nah, that's not for me. They want me to do things that I wasn't brought up to do. They, they, they want me to go places that I wasn't brought up to go in. No, uh-uh, that's not for me. But you know, Satan has no respecter of people. He doesn't care how you look. He doesn't care where you're from, what school you went to. All he wants to do is destroy, kill, in relationships. In relationships, break up families. Now, just imagine, I, I, I can imagine her going to heaven and going around to the welcome table and looking around and say, Jesus, where's Daniel? I don't see him. 
I, I, where, where is he? I looked all around. Jesus turns to her and says, you know, I sent out my invitation, but he didn't RSVP. Can you imagine any of you all, loved ones, who's passed away, and they're going around, if they're saved in heaven, asking the Savior, Lord, where's my loved one? Where is she? And, and, and Jesus would say, I sent out the invitation, but they didn't RSVP. You don't want that to happen to you today, do you? I plead to you to accept his invitation. Reserve your spot in his kingdom. Please, at this time, 